How different would your life be if you could hit the back roads more often while still bringing in a healthy income? Welcome to the Roadpreneur Podcast, where I'll show you how to blend entrepreneurship with exploration, camping with more cash, and the RV lifestyle with recurring revenue that'll let you go off-grid more often. I'm your host, Kimberly Crossland, and for over a decade, I've helped hundreds of businesses get off the ground and grow behind the scenes. Now I'm bringing those strategies, marketing ideas, and copywriting expertise to the forefront through this podcast. The tips and the strategies that I'm sharing here are designed specifically for that RV lifestyle, which as you know, has its own set of challenges, hurdles, and uphill struggles. I'm going to help you love the work you do and find that elusive balance so that you can experience more of what this crazy, beautiful world has to offer. Hit subscribe, head to roadpreneur.com to sign up and get updated on all the new episode releases. But for now, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the first episode of the Roadpreneur Podcast of 2023. I'm so thrilled for this episode, but it's going to be a little bit different. And that's because I don't have my typical editor working on this. It's just me, myself, and I, and I'm literally recording this less than 24 hours before it comes out on January 3rd. But there's good reason for that. And I wanted to give you that context because it kind of leads into the conversation that I want to have on the show. So paint this picture, if you will. December 31st, I'm in my front yard. Nobody really wants to help me take down the Christmas decorations, which is fine. My kids were in the backyard having a great time. My husband was working on the grill, getting us a beautiful prime rib made. And I just knew that these lights had to come down. We had a winter storm coming in on January 1st, so it had they had to come down on New Year's Eve. So I took advantage of that opportunity to listen to a new podcast. This is a podcast episode that I've actually never listened to before, uh, or a podcast in general, not just even that episode, but a podcast that I never listened to before, but had been recommended to me a few different times, and I thought, I'm going to listen to it. And I'm really glad that I did, because what she talked about on the podcast, the way that she recapped her 2022, was really fun to listen to, and it helped me to get to know her a little bit better, and it immediately made me make sense of what the heck her podcast is all about and who she was and whether or not I wanted to continue to listen to her. Um, Spoiler alert, I do. Her name is Emily Freeman. If you want to go listen to her podcast, I would definitely go look it up. She's got great work over there. I listened to several more after that one particular episode, but I thought this particular episode that I started on was what worked in 2022. What worked in 2022? That's what she called it. What worked in 2022? And instead of recapping her year of what went wrong, lessons learned, which usually kind of highlights that negative side, she really leaned into what worked really well. What am I bringing with me into 2023? What can I reflect upon that will help me to set up those guardrails going into the new year about what I want this to look like? And I thought, what a great idea. And so I went to my own introspection and my own reflection of my personal year. And that's what I want to share with you today. So whether you are brand new to the roadpreneur world, brand new to whoever Kimberly Crossland is, who you've maybe never heard of before, which is totally fair, totally fine. I just thought I'd give you a little bit of insight into both the personal and the professional wins that I felt 
in 2022, maybe wins is even the wrong word, but this is something that worked really well. It made a difference in the caliber of the year that I had. It made a difference in the quality of life that I had. And it's definitely 10 things that I plan to bring with me into 2023 because I just really liked them. So here they are, no particular order. This was just kind of my brain dump that I did. I paused as I was taking down those Christmas lights and I wrote on my notes app on my phone, 10 things that worked that just kind of hit me of like, that was really cool or that worked really, really well in 2022. And I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose sight of that. I want to be intentional about bringing it into 2023. Really fast though, before I give you my 10, I encourage you to take this exercise and do it for yourself as well. Think back to the last year and what has worked really well for you. What has felt really good? What has brought you good success? Where do you feel like that has worked really well? So when you frame that question in that way, what worked? It changes the way you answer it. So I highly encourage you to take some time for yourself today or this week and think through what worked really well. Okay, no more chit-chatting about that. Let's get into my top 10, and maybe some of these are your top 10 as well. Um, and I, if they are, I would love to hear from you. Come send me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at roadpreneur. Uh, and let me know, oh, I'm, that worked, That was me too, or that worked really well for me too, because I love connecting over things like this. So definitely don't hesitate to do that. Let's dive right in. Again, these are in no particular order. My number one thing, not number one in ranking, but just the first thing that came to mind was my chickens. This year, we got chickens. We've been talking about it for a really long time, and finally we decided we're going to get chickens. And this is something that you cannot take with you on the road. So it is a blessing that we are part-timers. Uh, but we have the, the cutest little chickies. And they're, they just bring so much light and joy to our life. They're fun. They're quirky. They're, you know, sometimes establishing that pecking order. They can be a little bit mean to each other, but not too bad. And it's been such a fun thing to have. In our backyard, we've loved getting eggs every single morning. My kids have learned how to have, you know, be responsible for a living creature beyond our dog, which of course we also have a dog, uh, but this is a different kind of responsibility. So it was such a gift that we got these chickens because they just, they're fun and they, um, they serve a purpose, right? They're also nice natural pest control <laughs> around our house. I do not love bugs. I love the outdoors, do not love bugs. So they've been really good for, you know, going around our yard and picking up the bugs. It's been fun to kind of watch them get a grasshopper or something like that. It's just these little things that feel so basic. And this is nature right in front of you. And yet it just, it also just brings you that happiness. So for us, our chickens have brought us a ton of happiness. And through those chickens, I've also been able to connect with some new friends because this has just sparked a new kind of conversation. So many of my friends have chickens, more than I even realized until we got our own. So it's been a nice little bonding moment. In addition, whenever we do go out of town, because obviously we're roadpreneur, we love to RV as often as we can. And so I have really good friends in the neighborhood who will also come over and care for our chickens, and they just love them too, and I get stories about them, and it's just really fun to have that connection. So there you go. My first thing that worked well for us in 2022 was chickens. We absolutely are going to be 
having and growing our flock in 2023 as well. The second thing on my list of what worked well in 2022 are boundaries. This is something that, of course, boundaries is such a big word, and a lot of people encourage boundaries, but I really leaned into them this year. And for so long in my life, I have been a people pleaser. And I learned very early on in 2022 that in order to keep myself happy, in order to stop setting myself on fire to keep other people warm, I had to put up these boundaries and I just had to be more firm about them and be unapologetically firm about them. And in doing so, it really helped strengthen not only our family unit, my happiness, I was able to start focusing on things in a different way. I was able to say yes in a different way. I was able to say no in a different way. And having those boundaries up and having them very clear meant actually that I was being kinder to the people around me. And so this is absolutely something I'm going to take into 2023 because clear is kind, especially when it comes to boundaries. Nobody knows where your boundaries are if you don't let them know. And it's okay to say, I have to say no to this opportunity because it's just not going to work right now or whatever your reasoning is. So I have had to say no to several volunteer opportunities. Um, I've even say, said no to paid projects because they just are not within those boundaries of where I want my time to be spent, the way that I want to live my life, being able to travel as often as possible, being able to say yes to more things at with, for my kiddos at their school, things like that, I know that I need to have my boundaries up or I'm not going to have that margin in my life. And so boundaries, establishing clear boundaries has been so helpful. Um, number three then leads right into this. The third thing on my list is being able to say yes to things. So I actually said yes to things because I had those boundaries up. I was able to say yes to more opportunities. I was able to say yes to the right opportunities. And that meant that it started to turn into kind of a spiral event. So in the beginning of the year for my sister company, Cruising and Campfires, I said yes to purchasing uh, a, one of the subscription boxes owned by the Camp Life. The Camp Life is an awesome company, great owner, great people, great products, um, but they had just changed ownership. And so they needed to hand over their subscription box to an RVer who understood the RV world. He was not himself an RVer, and so he felt like he could not adequately serve the RV space. And so he handed it over to me since I already had a subscription box. And saying yes to that opportunity was excellent. It opened up some new doors for me. Um, I was able to meet new people that I might not have met. I said yes to getting other reviews on my CrateJoy website, um, things like that. And so in saying yes, though, what I also did was I realized faster than I would have if I had said no, that having a subscription box was actually not what I wanted to be doing going forward into 2023. So this kind of goes back to the setting boundaries, which is my second point. Had I not said yes to this, I might not have gotten to that decision that I just made this last December of closing the doors to that subscription box and still fulfilling all of the prepaid orders. Uh, but I was able to really hone in on myself. And ultimately, I was able to say yes 
to the type of business that I wanted to own. I love the subscription box model. I firmly stand behind it. If anybody ever approached me about buying Cruising and Campfires and it was the right fit, I would probably end up being their very first subscriber because I still enjoy that model. I enjoy having those adventures in a box, so to speak. And yet I know for me, with where I want to go in 2023, I have to put up that boundary that I'm not able to continue that particular product line. That will be for a whole other episode, for a whole other day. No worries about that. We're not going to dig deep, too deep into it right now. But it was one of these eye-opening moments of what I said yes to continues to lead to a lot of yeses. And that is important. It's an important point to make because it means you need to have those boundaries in place. Okay, point number four on my on my list that I was putting together of what worked in 2022 is I found my voice. Now, this is kind of an interesting one. And when I first had it pop into my head or you know put on my heart that I found my voice more in 2022, it kind of took me back because I've been a writer for so long. I mean, I'm coming up on 11 years as a copywriter and you would think that I would know my voice by now. I'm a writer. But here's where things went wrong. Or not wrong, but they just went off track in terms of my writing style. And that is, I, first off, never did things like podcasting. I never did things like going live as often as I have in 2022. And when you're speaking, it's very different than when you're writing. And so being able to combine the two modes of communication, written and verbal, it was really a great opportunity for me to lean into my voice a little bit more. I found these euphemisms that I would use, or I would find little ways that I'd phrase things differently or how I wanted to phrase things differently when I was speaking rather than writing and vice versa. And so it's really interesting. Also, I did way more writing for my own brand this year than I ever have before. I've been a writer for a very long time, but what I've been doing in that entire time span is I've been taking other people's voices, internalizing them, and then putting them onto the screen or onto paper in a way that sounds like them. I'm really good at sounding like other people. And so when it comes to finding my own voice, being able to lean into it more and and focus more on what I sound like, what I want to say, how I want to be known in the world. Things like that become a lot clearer as you start to use your voice more often. So if you're listening to this thinking, okay, what can I get out of this? What's in it for me kind of a thing? It's that. Use your voice more often. Take the risk and go live. Make that real of you talking and not just a silly dance move. Um, go write your own blog posts and do it over and over and over again. Make Start your own podcast and do it over and over and over again. The more you do it, the easier it becomes, the more comfortable it becomes, and the more you can find your voice. It's really, really, really powerful. Even if nobody else hears this, even if you're opening up the Voice Notes app on your phone and just talking things through as you're walking or presenting a new topic or talking through something that you want to have, for example, as your as your next you know blog post or your next book, maybe, whatever it is, talking through it verbally can really shine a light on your voice, your specific voice. 
And that's been excellent for me this year. I'm absolutely going to be taking it with me into 2023 because I love it so much. I love podcasting. I love going live. I love doing you know, these live trainings and the live Q&As. I want more of it and I also want more written. And so it's going to be a whole lot more of Kimberly's voice floating around here <laughs> in 2023 because it's just been such a gift and such a, a fun way to express myself because it's opened the door to so many more connections. More on that in a little bit. But first, I'm going to move on to number five. And the fifth thing on my list of what worked in 2022 was home cooking. I've gotten pretty good at cooking this year, and I have actually started to really enjoy it. So last night, for example, this is just one example of many, I was starting to actually feel a little bit tired, like I just want to kind of relax and maybe have a movie night, kick our feet up, and and just snuggle together or have a game night with my kiddos. And we did eventually do that, but this is only like two o'clock in the afternoon when I started to realize, hold on, we got a lot of time left in this day and I have a lot of vegetables sitting on my counter. I just, the day before, one of my friends had picked up one of these, um, I guess, moving market kind of things and she got me a, a bunch of boxes of vegetables and I thought, what can I do with these? Let's look up something fun. And all of a sudden, one one thing led to another, and I'm over here making ratatouille, and it tasted amazing. It was really fun. I made that recipe my own, and it added a little spice to it, and it was extra good. And so I realized that I just love home cooking. I love creating these beautiful meals. And I think that that stems from my time living in Denmark. So if you're not familiar with me, then you'd probably don't know that I spent a good chunk of my time right after college in Denmark. I lived over there for about three or four years. I, I don't even know exactly how many. Um, I finished out college over there and I started my job over there. And it was such a great experience, but probably one of the biggest things that I walked away with was the importance of sitting around the table and really enjoying your food. Not just sitting around the table, but cooking in the kitchen and spending time in the kitchen. So very often, me and my quote-unquote Danish father, he was the guy who took me in, or one of the, I have a Danish father and a Danish mother, as they call themselves. It's not by blood. I have my own, you know, natural mother and father here in Arizona. Um, but they they took me in to live in their house when I very first moved over to Denmark. And um, they kind of, they wanted to teach me the Danish ways and teach me the Danish culture and it was such a great experience spending evenings in their kitchen. I Sometimes I wouldn't even help. And he would just like sit down and here's a glass of wine. Let's just talk. Let's talk about your day. And I learned the language. I'm fluent in Danish now because of those conversations, because of that time spent in the kitchen and around the table just conversing. And this probably goes right back into finding my voice. It's that conversation and holding space for other people it may be a way that seems just so basic, but that's what home cooking really meant to me. It's like, it just, it feels really good to sit around the table every single night as a family and have good food in front of us. And I just, I, anytime I can get that, I want it. And so I, I started doing that myself for my own household this year, and it's absolutely going to be continued into 2023 because we've had so much fun ourselves, me and my kiddos, making food together, baking cookies together, that kind of a thing. And then they feel like they've contributed to the meal and it just feels really fun and really good. And it tastes a little bit better too. There's just a lot of joy and love baked into it, right? Okay. Point number six on my list of what worked in 2022, and that was making the big ask. 
I have for a long time shied away from certain things. So I would shy away from from asking my husband sometimes for different things because I was worried about whether or not it would put him out or I was worried about whether or not it would you know, be difficult for him. And that was all self-inflicted. And so an opportunity came my way and I think it was July. And all I did was I forwarded him the email. <laughs> I just, I didn't even have the courage at that point to say, I'd love to do this. and I really want to do this. I just forwarded it to him. And almost immediately, which is not like him, he wrote back and he said, let's do it. We'll make it happen. We can make this work. And we did, and it ended up being one of my absolute favorite memories of 2022. I don't need to get into what exactly it was, but I made the big ask, and it turned out to be such a great thing. Um, so I want to say, I wanted to put this on the podcast, and I wanted to highlight it because as we move into the new year, I would like you to keep your heart open to what those big asks look like. What is something that might feel big and scary and daunting and like you think it's a for sure no, but it's worth asking. It's worth exploring because you never know when it's going to be a for sure yes. And that's an exciting thing when it is that for sure yes and it turns out to be a really good thing. It's also really great when you have a partner or friend or someone you can lean on that will say that will say yes or no and also help you out with that decision making because it can feel a little bit intimidating at times. It can feel a little bit difficult or uncertain at times. So there is also that. But for now, just think about it. Keep your eyes open, your heart open to what those big asks might look like in 2023. And my invitation to you and encouragement to you is to go and make those big asks. All right, my seventh thing on my list has been singing. I have started to, I've always sung. My entire life I've been a singer. My grandma was the minister of music at at our church growing up, and so I was in the choir that she had started. I sang, I toured the world with my Tucson Girls Chorus that I sang with growing up. I've always been into music, always been into singing. But when I went over to Denmark, I actually took a back seat on that. There was really nowhere for me to sing. I was not going to sing in the shower because there were tiny apartments and everybody would hear me and that's embarrassing. Um, we had one car and I didn't really feel like I needed to entertain the entire car every single car ride either. And so it was very rare that I would really sing over there. And it, that was probably, again, my own, you know, my own self just shying away from it. But I missed it so much when I moved back over here. And this past year, I've had some opportunities to sing more at our church, and I've loved them. I've absolutely loved it every single time I'm able to get up and just use my voice in that way. It's a different way of expressing yourself, and I love it, and there's something about it. But I, despite having been a lifelong singer and that being one of the things that worked for me really well in 2022... What really, really worked for me regarding singing was that my kids have started to sing more and more, and they've chosen really good songs to sing. And so when they come on the radio and I hear them singing to them, it just makes my heart explode. It's so wonderful. It's so beautiful. And I just love that they're enjoying it too, and they're expressing themselves in this way. So for you, my invitation for you is to go and sing in the shower Go and sing in the car. Go belt it out somewhere. You don't have to be perfect, but just enjoy it. Just soak up that experience of just singing and have some fun with it too. Okay, point number eight. I started to add color and pattern. And I 
specifically recently here in December, I um, redid our count, our table inside our RV. So the dining room table started to kind of like the old finish on it started to warp. And so I had to rip that all off, get scrape it off. But here's the thing is I was able to go and find a new pattern to add to that table. At first I chose kind of this stone gray and it looked like it was stone and realized that that was too boring. I want to lean into some fun. I want to lean into having, you know, expressing myself a little bit more. I think that's kind of been like the theme that's been coming out from what's worked in 2022 is this self-expression. And so I went back, exchanged it for um, a beautiful black and white pattern, and I absolutely love it. And on our next camping trip that we took a couple days after I had put that out, I had laid that out. Uh, we played Uno at that table, and it just brought me so much happiness because it's just a bold and bright pattern, and it was um, still fit into my aesthetic of I like a lot of grays and blacks and whites and simple, natural, earthy colors, and yet this just made it, it kind of popped in a different way, and it really made me feel excited about it. I've also been thinking about how I'm going to redo my office. I also led a training in um in December which by the way if you're interested in it it's available in the Roadpreneur school but we used a lot of color on our calendars and that color is one of the things that I look at every single day because it's on my wall it's hanging up there and I can see it every single day not only does it add a lot of clarity and it feels organized but it also adds a lot of joy because it's a, it's colorful and it's beautiful to look at and I enjoy it. Again, I love the earthy tones, but I realized how much adding some color in my life has made a difference. And then the final part of adding color is I leaned into colors I'm not used to wearing, but I've always been intrigued by wearing. So rust this year, the color of rust has been one of those colors. And every time I put it on, I just feel like myself. And it's so interesting. If you go and listen to Emily Freeman's podcast that she did of her What Worked in 2022, she talks about finding her colors. And it's something that I think I'm interested in doing because it really makes a difference. It makes a difference psychologically because again, you're finding yourself, you're finding your interests, you're finding what you feel most comfortable in, where you can feel the most expressive and just feel like like you're you. And it's a really cool thing when that happens. So I'm curious what your colors are. If you've ever done that, where you've ever gone and found your colors, or if you know just inherently what makes you feel really good when you wear them, or really confident, or makes you just feel really excited when you look at a pattern on your wall. I'm telling you right now, 2023, the paint is coming out. I'm painting my dining room. I want to put mountains in my bathroom. Like there's there's a lot of things that are fun and happening in 2022. So come follow me on Instagram. I'll probably share some of them. I'll definitely be sharing that table that we just redid in our RV. We've got a lot more projects coming our way in our RV. We're going to just do a lot of renovations to make it our own. And so follow along because I'll absolutely be sharing a lot of that over there. All right. Point number nine that was on my list. We have two more. Point number nine that was on my list was that I started to lean into conversations with smaller groups rather than larger groups. Now, larger groups, of course, have their place. They're fun. I enjoy being in that large space. I've talked a lot about the RV Entrepreneur Roundtable where we had a large group, and yet it felt like a smaller group. I've also found in my personal life, I've got some text group text strings going with several different uh, people, several different friends where it's just kind of this core group of people that we can 
totally let our hair down, just good, bad, ugly, share all the things. We share recipes, we share hardships and parenting, we share ups, we share downs. They were the first ones that I told about, about folding my cruising and campfires box. And it, it's awesome to have that small space. It's really good to have that small group conversation because you can get more open. So this isn't just something that I kind of stumbled upon, but it's something that really I found worked well for me in 2022. But it's also something that I was taught by one of my mentors, Buckley Barlow. He he um, was the co-founder of a consultancy that I worked for. And he introduced me to this concept of Hoshin. So Hoshin is where you, and he got this one from one of his mentors, which you can read about in one of his blog posts. Happy to send you that link if you're interested. But basically, Hoshin is this exercise where everybody is silent. And it's a Japanese exercise. It's used by companies like Toyota. Um, and it's everybody is silent. And the whole purpose of the Hoshin exercise is to quiet the room so the loudest voices in the room cannot take over that conversation. And I think it's such a powerful visualization. It's a powerful experience to be a part of. If you're having a hard time making a decision with a group of people, quieting that room and just using nothing but handwriting and sticky notes, there's a whole process for this, of course, but it makes it so everybody is suddenly on the even playing field. And you don't have these loud voices overpowering the space. And you don't have this temptation to kind of cower back and just say yes. You know, especially women in boardrooms, a lot of times will feel this. And I certainly have, you know, in my corporate days. And so being able to have these small groups means you're able to step more fully into yourself. And you're able to open up more and be more honest, be more vulnerable, be more be a little bit more raw. And I'm going to tell you right now that those are the people I would rather hang out with. The people who make mistakes. The people who are the first to say, well, that didn't work how I had expected it to. Or the people who are like, man, I messed up and I feel bad. Or the people who show up with not perfect hair, no makeup on. They're just ready to be your friend no matter what. They're ready to be there for you no matter what. And so... That to me is so valuable and I'm going to be looking for more of these little conversations, these little groups where you can just let your hair down or throw it up in a messy bun no matter what. And you know, this is why I love campgrounds so much because no one expects you to be perfect there. Dirt is beautiful. We're all about the dirt. Everyone has their own camping style and that's okay. I don't mean clothing wise, just your rig is different. Everyone's campsites are different. And It's just really fun to meet people on this level of just people are people and it feels really, really, really good. So I want more of that in 2023, almost said 2022. It worked really well in 2022 and I want more of it in 2023, more of these close connections where you can just really be yourself and not be afraid to make mistakes. Okay, final thing, and that is this podcast. I have absolutely loved podcasting. I shied away from it for so long because it's hard for me to find a quiet space. And I realized that that is such a mistake. Podcasting is such a great way to use your voice to connect with other people. Because through the podcast, I've been able to connect with other people. I've been able to get to know other people. I've been able to network differently than before when I only had the blog. My hope is that by having a blog and a podcast, 
you can read that blog and really hear my voice in it. And you can get to know me on a different level. And I can also get to know you on a different level. Going back to those close connections. I'll be the first one to tell you that I have a very hard time pretending to be anybody else. I am really good at writing in other people's voices. I'm very bad at speaking in other people's voices. I am the most transparent person. Enneagram 2, wing 3. Like I, I just need to express myself and be myself and I can't try and be anybody else or it just fails and I don't like it at all. And I think that this podcast, the reason why it worked so well in 2022 enough to make my list is because I am myself and I don't feel like I have to, you know, pretend to be anybody else. I started out this particular episode saying that I'm, I'm recording it the day before it's going to be published and there's going to be very little editing and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And I encourage you to be okay with the messiness also. Forgive others when they're messy, but look at the bigger picture. What are they trying to say? How can they help you? Are they your people? Are they not your people? It's okay either way, but look at them in the way of looking at the bigger picture and not these little details that don't really matter. Like if it's a perfectly you know, edited episode or something like that. But then also for yourself, give yourself that same grace and go out there and make this messy action, take this messy action, I should say, and make mistakes and just be bold and be you and find your voice and really lean into you. The world is done with having so many people pretending to be something that they're not. And this year, my hope for you is that you also find your voice while also setting up those kind and clear boundaries for yourself. Say yes to things. Make those big asks. Sing loudly. Lean into big, bold patterns. And get back to the basics like chickens and home-cooked meals. I am going to be leading a free live happening tomorrow on January 4th, 2023, and you can come and check it out on it. I'm going to be giving you my five predictions now for 2023, and they're going to be a lot more business oriented. Um, but I really wanted to talk through these with you because there are things that I've heard a lot in my small conversations that I've been having these small mastermind groups and these small friendship groups of what people want going forward. And things are going to be changing. They're absolutely going to be changing. And so you are invited to come and hop on a Facebook Live, put in, put a little headphone in, an AirPod in, um, and go take a walk while I just talk your ear off on Facebook. I hope that you comment and I hope that you add your voice to it as well. But I really would love for you to come and, uh, and tune in and let me know what you think about where we're going also in 2023. So you can go and sign up for that at roadpreneur.com slash 2023. And um, that will get you in the door, get you all the links that you need. It's free. Just come and hang out. Why not? If you are listening to this after that live has happened, still come and sign up because that link is going to be up for a while. And I would love to see you there. I'd love to hear your feedback on it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. It's really interesting Really, nobody knows going into the next year what it's going to look like, uh, but we can make predictions and we can take all the data that we're getting from all these conversations that we're having and really lean into what people want and have that empathetic heart for doing business of where are people going, how are they navigating this world around us, and how can we show up and serve them through our businesses. So that's exactly what we're going to be talking about tomorrow on this live call I hope to see you there, roadpreneur.com slash 2023. 
And I hope that you're going to hit the subscribe button and continue to hang out with me here on the podcast because I love being with you each and every single week. And I even more love to hear from you what you think about the episodes and how you feel and how you put whatever you've learned into motion. Here's to a wonderful new year. I cannot wait for all that's ahead for all of us. And I hope to see you again. I hope to see you tomorrow. Roadpreneur.com slash 2023 gets you in the door. And I cannot wait to talk to you over there. Bye, guys.